With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Josh Taylor here for about another half hour or so. We got to lead you right in to Pirates pregame coverage. After I'm done here, it's the North Shore Tavern leadoff show. So we'll be here probably till about 11.15, 11.20-ish to get that, get that all nice and warmed up for you. Before we get to that, we still got a lot to get to here. Top of the hour, by the way, wrestling fans, I got you. It's Money in the Bank Sunday. Oh, we're, we're predicting the whole card. Shout out to Mike on Twitter. He's been, he's been itching to hear what I have to say for a couple weeks now. We'll get into it. We'll do it. But before we do that, it's out there. It's official. Henry Davis, number one overall pick in the 2021 MLB draft, has signed with the Pittsburgh Pirates. $6.5 million signing bonus. It is official pen to paper. Henry Davis is officially a Pirate. Our buddy Alex Stump joins us a few moments ago uh, from DK Pittsburgh Sports. He says Anthony Salomedo, the number two pick. Bubba Chandler, one of the other picks. Couple high school picture, uh, a couple high school pitchers. They're expecting to sign. We're already at seven picks signed from this group between day one and day two, and we might see a couple more signed as well in the next couple days. So to help me talk about just what this draft class looks like now and what this Pirates minor league system could look like after they're all in the fold, does a lot of prospect work for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Jared Prugar joins me right now on 93.7 The Fan. Jared, good morning. Good morning, Josh. I appreciate you having me on to talk draft and talk prospects. All right, let's start at the top. Henry Davis, it's official, pen to paper, $6.5 million signing bonus. We expected it to be under slot. Pirates save about $1.9 million. That gives them a lot of leeway to try to get some of these other guys signed. And we just talked to Alex Stumpf a couple, a couple minutes ago. He says Anthony Solomato is the next one probably going to be in the fold here. He's expected to have a deal finalized by tomorrow. Just your thoughts about how Ben Charrington executed this plan that a lot of people seem to be confused about, but I think it's more clear now. Yeah, I mean, he's done a great job, I think. You know, anytime you can get a guy like Davis and, and get him a little bit under slot, you know, obviously he doesn't have that many options, but let's be real here. If you can put that money and, and, and divert that money elsewhere in this draft class, and I think it's a pretty impressive draft class, to be per- perfectly honest with you. I, I don't think they any team could have had any two better of the days um, than the Pirates did day one and day two. But, you know, it's an ex- excellent opportunity. It's, it'll be interesting to see what happens once they get in the system. But the money that they're saving, you know, just um, looking at, you know, one of the one of the guys that handles this on, on Twitter, Ethan Houlihan, you know, the, he has them estimated at a $2.4 million under spot at this point, which is, you know, they have, they have options and they have the financial asset to get a lot of these guys signed. And I think they will get the majority signed here within the next, week or so with that said let's get into this you know how it affects this system Fangraphs had already had good marks for the pirates minor league system and this has just been in a quick time since ben charrington has been here it's been what a year and a half and this pirates minor league system has already started rising up the ranks and fan graphs they were really impressed with the pirates draft hall as well but 
for you specifically, how does this draft class being inserted to this minor league system, how much better does it make it look in your opinion? Oh, it makes it infinitely better. I mean, what Ben Charrington has done to replenish this um, prospect pool in, in this farm system has been incredible. And I think really it, it's understated. He's gone out the last two years and got the best college hitter both years, I think, in my opinion, and Nick Gonzalez last year and Davis this year. And he's completely replenished it because before COVID, before that, the lost 2020 season, the farm system was, was terrible. The best prospect that they had was Cabrian Hayes. Everybody else was in the majors or in, in AAA, but there wasn't really much coming up. Now, it's weird to say that when you look at a guy like Rodolfo Castro, who's been in the organization, but he really didn't latch on as a prospect, and he still isn't a big-time prospect until, you know, this last year when he was at the Alt-State. So, I mean, what he's done and what he's been able to do in the, and since he got here to replenish that farm system has been nothing short of incredible. And I think, you know, right now they should have probably top two or top three farm system when it's all said and done if a lot of these guys sign. Now, there was a lot of talk yesterday, or just a lot of talk today about Henry Davis, of course, being signed. Yesterday, the Pirates announced they signed Jackson Glenn, their fifth-round pick, a third baseman out of Dallas Baptist. This kid's got a pretty good bat for a fifth-round pick. I think this is one of those more intriguing picks that I saw. No, absolutely. And, you know, the upside is there. He's very signable. Obviously, he's signed. So, you know, they, they made a calculated risk. They went out and got him. And I think he's going to turn some heads once he gets to the complex league. And that's you know, those are the guys that you can build a system around. Is he going to be on the top prospects list immediately? No, but that's okay because you don't need to have all 110 prospects on every list. You know, it's okay to have some guys that fly under the radar and build themselves up and, and, and go up the ladder and then press on their way up. That's perfectly fine, and, that's, you know, it's not a bad thing when that happens. Now, as we talk about, you know, guys that, that have an opportunity to make an impact, we talk about Anthony Solomedo, how he's expected to sign, also Bubba Chandler. There's that guy in the middle between the rounds two and three, Lonnie White Jr. He This one, we, we talked about Bubba Chandler. He was a Clemson football commit. He's expected to sign, but then there's Lonnie White Jr. He was a Penn State football commit from the eastern side of PA. What's the story here with, with Lonnie White, and what should we expect? So what I'm – what I'm hearing and what I've heard, and you know, I, I think he's leaning more towards baseball, but it's tough, right? Now you have the opportunity to make money on your name in college football, but there's no way that a, a, fret, a true freshman is going to be able to make the kind of money in that in, in his first year as a freshman that he's going to make on his initial signing bonus. But, you know, if Ben Sherrington goes out and out recruits Dabo Swinney and, and James Franklin, maybe, maybe he ends up going to the college football level. But, uh, and, you know, all jokes aside, it's a tough decision. You, get to, you can make money now in college, but you can also go play professional baseball now. And obviously, you know, is, would he end up in the NFL? Who's to say? Football obviously is a lot more physical, a lot more physically demanding, even though you're playing from August to, to January. But, you know, baseball, it, 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 it's an opportunity for him to go out and make money now and, and get to the pros and, or, and get to the majors and, and see what happens. Jarrett Prugar covers Pirates prospects in, in minor leagues for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Jarrett, there's a couple other names that jump off the page for me. One of them is Braylon Bishop, the 14th-round pick um, out of Texarkana, uh, Arkansas, Arkansas High School. Of course, the Arkansas kid's going to stick out to me just because. But this was a guy who was considered a pretty high-level talent. He was committed to University of Arkansas. He goes 14th overall, and I'm sitting there going, I can see him going to college, but is there some maybe snowball's chance that this is a guy they can pull in? 
listen, he's freakishly athletic. Just looking at him and, and scouting some of the videos that I've seen and, and some of the statistics that I've seen online, that dude's a freakish athlete. And, you know, obviously he's good enough to play collegiately. He's good enough to be drafted. But it's that type of money that, you know, I, I've never been proposed with this, with, hey, listen, if you want to come pitch for me $2.5 million or $1.5 million, I I would have a very hard time saying no to that. So if Ben Sherrington gives him an offer that says, hey, listen, this is what we want to pay you, will you accept it? You know, I think it's a part of the calculated risk they took when they picked him up. I mean, they, they know. Those, the, the scouts know the signability of these guys, and, and so does Ben Sherrington. And that's why, you know, they take a Lonnie White. They take a risk and see what they can get. And if if, if it doesn't happen, then so be it, and, and you kind of just limp away and, and hope that the rest of the class signs. But, you know, that's, that I think is the dark horse because, you know, he's got the ability – He's got an incredible swing, got has some power and some speed, and you know he's exactly what you would want in a in a baseball player. So, you know, can they get him to sign? If they get him to sign with that extra money that they're saving for with the underspot, you know that's a that's a good problem to have. Now we talked about the uh, couple high school pitchers that they are expected to sign in Solomato and Chandler. If you go down the list of draft picks, you can kind of see how the trend shifted with high school pitchers at the top. And then as it goes down towards the bottom, you see more college pitchers. Sean Sullivan in the eighth round, um, Justin Mize, uh, Bethel Park standout, by the way, former uh, Bethel Park Blackhawk from Eastern Michigan. He's in the tenth round. And then a guy like Chaz Martinez in the twelfth round, Owen Schartz in the thirteenth round. What do you think about some of these college pitchers that they snagged late? No, I think it's worth a shot. You might as well take a flyer on them. They've got the experience at, at playing high-level baseball. Uh, and, you know, I think those are the – those are the more signable guys. Mize is already signed, and I think that's that's awesome. It's a hometown kid. You know, typically you don't you see that for kind of sentimental reasons, but this is a kid that's gone out and earned the draft pick from the Pirates, and you know he's signed and sealed, and he's going to get to the complex league and, and see what happens. And you know they're going to be ready to go because a lot of these guys have been playing into June or late May, where a lot of those high school kids really haven't. <laughs> haven't been on the, the playing circuit for quite some time unless they were playing travel ball. But if you're a high-priced draft pick, you're probably not going to be doing that. So, you know, I think there's a lot of upside in, in the college arms. You know, I, I know that people, the sexy thing was Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker. But at the end of the day, some of those guys, you know, you got to do what's best for the organization. And, and the Pirates went out and did that. And then they still got a lot of the guys that they wanted, too, um, in their draft spot. Jerry, appreciate the time. Always good to talk to you. I imagine you got some pretty heavy work going on on your hands here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, good luck with all that. Good to talk to you. We'll do it again soon. Sounds good, Josh. I appreciate you having me on. Have a good weekend.